seven. Um, I have Alexandria here with me as always. Um, we're just hey guys, hey boo. So now we're just <laughs> tapping in with each other. Um, we have missed you guys so much. In today's episode, I'm super excited about. Uh, we're gonna be talking about some really good things like. Oh, consistency. Um, we're talking about some detox stuff that me and Alex had to do. 10-day detox, guys. Woo! Woo! So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about manifestation. Um, and then we have a really, really important announcement at the end of the episode. So you guys need to make sure you guys are locked in. Volumes all the way up. Because at the end of this episode, we have a surprise for you guys. Okay? Yes. So... I know last episode, Alice, we kind of talked about, you know, intentions and, you know, what does that look like for us and stuff like that. And so today I just want to come or we just want to come and just give each give you guys some tips for consistency, because we know being consistent is hard. Yes. Yes, it is. It's hard to do stuff you don't want to do. Right. Like blows my mind, like how we'll be so focused like three days in, and then the fourth day, you'd be like, uh-uh, I will not do this no more. I will not do it no more <laughs> at all. <laughs> right. So I, I have my first step for or tips for consistency um, is I would say, first, I have to collect my routine first, right? Alex, like, I have to see, like, what do I love? Like, what do I want to do? Like, what do I want to see change within myself, right? I got yeah, I think I think that's the most important part. Oh my goodness. I do too, because then I feel like you have no foundation. Like if I want to do this, what's, what's driving me to do that? You know? So find those motivators, like what is important to you? So I feel like, like, for example, like your self-care routine, Alex, like what kind of started you with doing your self-care routine? How did you, how were you able to become consistent in that? Yeah, basically, one thing I realized that I never had like a true self-care routine, you know, like I didn't label a lot of things self-care. I just kind of did it. And so when I started to look at, okay, I want to accomplish certain goals and I want to be successful. What are successful people doing? All I heard, literally, it was like the same. They said the same thing. And that was creating a routine especially like a morning routine to be exact right and I realized that I really I really didn't have a full morning routine like yeah you know you deal with your hygiene in the morning and all of that but what about outside of that so what I started to do when I wake up I try not to get on my phone I've heard so many people say that and it was so hard for me to you know not do it but I had to tell myself obviously if everybody's saying this Something's working. So let me try not to be on my phone. Let me try to actually wake up, pray, thank God, you know, set my intentions for the day, and then figure out what happens next. So it's like a step-by-step thing for me. So I started adding that. I felt some good changes were happening. You know, I felt like my attitude was a little bit better. You know, from doing that, I wasn't heavily influenced on social media at the very start of my day. And I was able to actually start getting things done. I was a little bit more productive. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's really important. It is. I I feel like especially like the phones, like we are so attached, like this codependent relationship. Oh, it is just ridiculous. Like, and so I feel like, you know, that's something I might have to try, you know, to add to my. 
self-care routine. Yeah, you but should. I, but I feel like the struggles for being consistent with that for me would just be like how you kind of stated it was so hard in the beginning. Like mm-hmm. just saying, like I know some like my cousin, he like takes his phone and puts it across the room. So he doesn't like be on his phone all night or, you know, whatever. And yeah. I just feel like that takes such discipline to like take your phone and put it across the room. And then we wake up in the morning, you waking up, getting out the bed to turn your alarm off. Like what? Like, yeah. you know what else that I just recently started doing? And I feel like it has changed me so much. And it's something that everybody probably does. But for me, I definitely didn't do it. And that's turning off the TV at night before I go to bed. I literally used to sleep with the TV on all throughout the night. I don't know why, but something just told me, okay, turn it off, Alex, and see if you can have a better night's sleep because I started to like not have a good sleep. And I was like, why? And I had to ask myself, I wonder if it has something to do with the television. You know, does it wake me up? Mm-hmm. You know, in the middle of the night, like there's the radiation. I don't know, but I started to turn it off and I just felt like it was so much more peaceful for me. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have not started doing that, I suggest that you go ahead and do that and kind of see how it works out for you because it definitely worked out for me. So that's something else that I have been incorporating into my routine. Yes. So yes, the first one, like I said, y'all, that first tip, collect your routine. Like you have to be able to tap in and and that can be either, I know we talked about self-care, but that can be physically your routine for like, you know, if you want to work out or if you want to just get out more or, you know, just improve your cardiovascular system by just walking up the stairs or whatever you want to do. Like you just kind of need to really like set that routine, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever you might want to do when it comes to you, it could be with your job. Um, or even like we said, emotionally, like I feel like emotional routines, like sometimes it's okay to cry. Like some, like, what do you do? What is your routine when you become frustrated? You know, like, are you calling somebody to get like get your, get your frustrations out? Or are you like kind of just so like punching a wall, which is definitely unhealthy. <laughs> um, or like, what are you doing? Like when you get flustered, you know? You know what? A good cry. It's good. Look, I will cry. I'm, I'm emotional. So sometimes I literally will go into my room, probably play like some gospel music <laughs> and cry. And I feel so much better. I will cry and I will pray. And it's healthy. As much as it may seem like it is not, we hold so much stuff in, guys. We hold it in so much. And sometimes you just got to let it out. So do not be afraid to cry. That's for my women out there and for my men. It's okay to shed a couple of tears when you're frustrated. That's fine. The main thing is not dwelling in that space. Mm-hmm. When you cry, cry it out. Talk about your frustration. Pray about it. But then you have to wipe your tears in and make something change. Make a change. Mm-hmm. Ask God to help you make a change. That's the main thing. But I definitely think that, you know, being emotionally healthy is important too. Yeah. So that's why I was saying like building down, like breaking down those barriers, you know, and building yourself up, like it's so important. Yeah. And I think that's where your consistency consistency starts, like doing those things. And then my second tip, I know I kind of already said it a little bit, but just do it even when you don't want to, like mm. you have to be able to say, oh my gosh, I've been doing this for weeks and I know the benefits of it. 
I just need to do it even when I don't want to. I have yes. to, I have to just keep going. I cannot allow myself to push push back. Because one one thing about me, if I'm consistent about something and I say I'm gonna take a couple of days off, it's gonna turn to a couple of weeks. Yep. You know, and I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners are like that. Like it might be very hard for you to just be true to whatever it is you're trying to do if you take some days off. Yeah. Can so I be can I be real? Can, can we have a real moment? Mm-hmm. First of all, we could talk about working out and eating right all day when it comes to that, especially working out. We all know that we have those days where we do not want to work out at all. And so we don't, <laughs> right? Even though we should, we don't. Um, but I'm not even going to talk about that. It's as much as the podcast, you know, having to make sure that we put it out um, at a certain time and not missing what three weeks or four weeks like no like the, our cutoff is two weeks if we if we don't upload and record within those two weeks it's a problem and sometimes we may not want to do it because think about it guys we're trying to help each other grow right and and we're teaching each other about different things that we've learned what if I feel like it's important for me to tell you something but I'm not following it myself Sometimes I don't want to record because I don't want to feel like a hypocrite, you know, but sometimes I have to tell myself, Alex, you telling other people to do this is you motivating yourself as well. Mm -hmm. So that's why I feel like, you know, being consistent with putting out this podcast, Serena, you're definitely, you know, consistent with it as well is very important. And it's something that, you know, I have to tell myself, do it even if you don't want to. What was the reason for you starting it in the first place? Yes. Okay, and that's how you have to think about your consistency and your routine. Yes, because I think, you know, a lot of times, too, like, oh, my gosh, it could be anything. Like, even for, like, people, like, my, um, our listeners that, like, aren't young, like, our older listeners. Think about all the different things they got going on in life, you know. It might yeah. be work. It might be stress from work. Oh, my gosh. You know, it, it might, might be children, family. Children, family, your husband or your partner or, you know. Whatever it is that you have going on, you know, all those different things and trying to be consistent within who you want to be and where you want to see yourself progress to. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. we're in grad school and I'm stressed. I be stressed Stress. all the time. So that's the thing. <laughs> I have six different stressors around me. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. whew, goodness. So I think that's where we fall short. When we allow that, that stress to kind of overtake the things that we want to do with being consistent. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's such a shame, but it's okay. We're here to tell you guys that you can do it. You can move forward. Just don't get stick, stuck in that funk. Like, don't get there. Yeah, because we're telling ourselves the same thing. Like, we <laughs> can do it. Don't get stuck in the funk. Everybody goes through a very stressful time. Everybody goes through a period where they don't want to do anything, you know, when they're feeling low, but still push on and still do it. And I hope that we are speaking to somebody. I hope you guys are listening for a reason. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to move on to tip three. So tip three is let's like evaluate your environment, right? Let's look at your environment and let's think about how your environment can dictate you being consistent, right? So mm-hmm. for me, so I'm going to use working out because working out is just easy. Okay. So for me with working out every week, I have, I have kind of like developed this new routine of setting my clothes out for my workout days. So if I say I'm working out five days a week, I got five workout outfits laid out 
in my like in my room, in my closet is out so I can keep myself motivated to go. Right. Mm, okay. It's something new I've been doing and it's been working. Like if I because if I look by the end of the week, if I'm saying five days a week I'm going, I still got two days to kind of fluff out, you know. So mm -hmm. if I don't want to really go, I still got those two days. So I know by the end of the, the whole week, the seven day week, all five of those outfits need to be used. Right. right? And that just kind of keeps me accountable. So like let's think about even with like um Alex, your morning routine, for example. Mm -hmm. So your morning routine is something that you value, something that you want to do each and every day. So I know probably some people, like, I love Gabrielle Union. Alex knows. It's mm -hmm. my girl. Yes. So <laughs> for being on being Mary Jane, remember, she used to have those sticky notes. Yes. As soon as she woke up, it was sticky notes all over her mirror because what she had to keep herself consistent mm -hmm. and not allow herself to fall short. Affirmations. Yeah, she had all those things stuck all over her windows with sticky notes. That might work for someone else. It might work for somebody that needs those visual cues every day. I need to walk in the bathroom because you know you're going to use it. Mm -hmm. Every time I go to the restroom, those visual cues are there, right? So that was another idea. Like You can also do like alarms, you know, stuff like that to keep you kind of consistent. So I'm going to go into my very last one, my last tip for being consistent. And that's like support, 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 right? Mm -hmm. You know you have to have somebody to support you um, as you're going through this. And even if it's not someone else, it has to be yourself, right? So from other people, it can be like your family, you know, your friends, the media. So like, Alex, tell us about your other Instagram account that you have. I know you have it. So. Yeah. So nobody knows about it for the most part. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> I'm saying it's not. But... I do have a very low key Instagram account and I made that because I just felt like I was just being a little bit too influenced by the wrong people on my regular account. And I kind of needed like a break or some time to just see people that motivate me. So what I did, I created another account where I follow nothing but motivational speakers. I follow nothing but people who are in the gym and living healthy lifestyles and working at a millionaires, you know, people who look like me, people who talk like, like me, people who may be from Memphis like I am and who made it, you know, um, just people who all around will influence me to do better and be better. Mm -hmm. And so I catch myself, you know, on those low days where I may not feel like doing something or those low days where I'm, I'm just not motivated at all. I go in that account and it motivates me and it tells me, Alice, this is where you're trying to be. If God can do it for them, he can do it for you. Mm -hmm. And that is why I kind of created that. And I honestly feel like that has changed my life so much. Um, and and it, like I said, it's a break. It's a break from like the toxicness of <laughs> my other page. So I suggest you guys do the same thing. Like I know everybody has created a fake account, but let's be honest. What was the fake account for? Did you create it for, for a real purpose, for a healthy purpose? Mm. So I think that you guys should definitely try to do that and let me know what you think about it because it has helped me for sure. Of course. Yes. I think that's a really great idea because like yeah. you said, you need that break. Like, oh gosh, sometimes it just be too much on your personal Instagram. Yeah, social media is so toxic. For real. It's so toxic. Yeah. So I think that's like a really great thing that you're doing. So that's why I had to let you share with everyone, you know, that great accomplishment that you have been doing that's been working for you. So um, 
even with other media outlets, like, you know, if you want to, I know we've been on Clubhouse or whatever, it's something that we've been doing. Um, sometimes some of the rooms are very influential and they're able to really build you up and make you feel supported um, or even right. like certain Facebook groups, depending on what you're going into. So that's other things that you guys can tap into and see if that's what you like. Um, but always oh, don't, hold on, don't fall down the rabbit hole of Clubhouse though, because Clubhouse <laughs> You can you can go to a completely different room and they are some whole other things. So yes. just make sure you be aware of that. Be there between the hours of eight and six. Right. <laughs> if we had to, <laughs> to say that. Um sometimes it, the conversations get a little interesting, but they do. Know, they if do. You, if you're trying to be on just some real motivation, spiritual, like they have those different types of rooms, you know, if you're trying to learn more about whatever topic, those are really flowing throughout the midday. So, yeah, something else you guys could look into. So let's talk about support through internal self, right? Because I mm. feel like through internal self, that's another thing. Like if you don't have those outlets for other people, friends, family, media, it's not helping you. Maybe we can deep, dig deep down inside and find some within yourself to motivate yourself, right? Mm. So I know like for me, um, since probably what years? 2020, 2020 started, I started doing like a gratitude journal. So mm. I, I keep it by my toilet. Okay, it's something else I need to be become more consistent with for sure. But um, I keep it by the to like by my toilet, like in my bathroom. And when I'm there, I see it, and I'm like, okay, you know, I can use this. I need to say some things that I'm grateful for when I wake up in the morning. So that's something else that I kind of do to kind of help with my internal self, like journaling or like doing. So do you things. feel like do you feel like that has truly helped you like a lot doing it? I think it's really good for reflection. Like yes. when I look back, the things that I was thankful for last year opposed to now it's 2021. I got new things to be thankful for. It just keeps you in that positive light yeah. because now you have a whole year, even if you wasn't doing it every day, um, <laughs> you still have year a year's worth of things that, you know, I got my little journal from Dollar Tree for a dollar. So it's a really small one and you don't have to write a lot, but it's just, you know, write in three things that I'm sure grateful for today or, you know, maybe how you help someone else and how they can be grateful that you were able to help someone else or, you know, whatever it is. And I think it just kind of shows how your mind changes within the things you're grateful for. Because yeah, because I mean, I tried to do it because, you know, I know that it's important because you have to be grateful what you have in order for God to bless you for um for more, you know. But the thing about it is I just feel like not that I was being fake, but I feel like I was doing like really cliche things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I had to kind of stop because I was like, if this is not coming from a genuine place and not saying that I'm not grateful of anything because God knows I am, yeah. but I don't know. It just made me feel some type of way. Um, so I'm definitely going to try to get back into it because I think that it's important. I think it's kind of one of those things, just like meditating, you mm -hmm. know, how when you first start meditating in which I definitely, you know, would like to try that as well. But when you first start meditating, it just seems like it's not working or it just feels <laughs> weird. Um, but as you do it more and you're more consistent with it, you start to actually reap the benefits. Yes. So I think that I'm going to restart with the gratitude journal as well and just see where it takes me, guys. Yeah. It's something small, you know, something small throughout your day. And it doesn't even have, it could be, it could be very broad things or it could be, I had a bad day today. I need to say some stuff that I'm grateful for to change my mindset. Because yeah. I think, you know, mine was during COVID. So it was like, 
oh my gosh, you know, it was hard to find. Well, it wasn't hard to find things I was grateful for, but you know, I was just like in the house a little bit more, like all of us yeah. kind of still are. So, and it was so many negative distractions. So yeah, it was, it was so hard. many. Oh, it was so many negative things around us. We didn't know what COVID was going to be like, you know, and so that was scary for me. But being able to, you know, it's like discipline again, because now I'm like trying to shift my mind out of that negative funk and put it in a positive place. Yeah. So, yes, those are the ends of my tips, guys. Oh, my goodness. I really enjoy coming up with those. Thanks, man. Those were some great, great tips. And. I hope you guys actually, you know, listen to what we're saying and try to take some take some down and actually incorporate it in your day if you haven't. And just let us know. Give us some feedback on how you feel about it. So speaking of some consistency, let's talk about our detox, the 10-day detox. First and foremost, shout out to um, on Instagram is at I am surviving vegan. And she did a 10-day detox, and it was brutal, guys. Like, yes. brutal. We could only eat. Um, should we tell them what we ate? Or Yeah, we could tell them what we ate. Okay. So, for the most part, it depended on what day you were in. Um, she had a whole layout of the days, the meals that you would eat, what time you'll be eating, and what time you'll be drinking your water. We had to drink, I believe, like 64 ounces a gallon or something like that of water every single day. First and foremost, you guys don't understand, y'all, or y'all probably do understand how hard it is to drink a gallon of water like a day. And it's so sad to say, because I drink water. I mainly drink water for the most part, but drinking a full gallon and having to drink it by a certain time, it was it was a lot. It was a lot, um, but it was grapefruits on there. Um, we had to do a kidney flush, in which that was very brutal. Um, and I don't want to tell too much because, I mean, you do have to pay for the detox. And so I know that she probably wouldn't want people saying like everything that was in the detox. But just know, guys, that it was definitely brutal. And we didn't have any meat, any dairy. Um, no rarely, no bread. We really didn't eat. We only ate maybe like two or three types of fruit. Yeah. For the most part, we had to eat a salad. The salad had no dressing on it. You had to use lime juice instead of dressing. Like it was, it was, it was hard. Yeah, I would. Oh, I would definitely say by day four, Alex. No, day four was my hardest day. I think so that I, was my hardest too. Yours, okay. Okay. So then we can agree. Day four. Oh my goodness. And I think by that point, it's like my body is like, what are you doing? Like, mm -hmm. this is not what we're used to. I mean, my stomach's growling all through the night. And it sounds really brutal, but by day five, I was just like, it's just a thing now. Like, if that sounds crazy. Let me ask you a question. Let's talk about this. First and foremost, why did you do the detox to begin with? Well, my sister told me about it uh, in the beginning. And I was like, she had been telling me, girl, I'm going to do this detox. Girl, I'm going to do this detox. And I was like, what? What's the detox consistent of? And she was just like, 
oh my goodness, like if you, it's not for the week, like you have to be able to do this. So I was like, okay, I'm really big on challenges. So like if we're doing a challenge, I'm going to definitely be like, okay, I'm about to do this. So she never started it, but I got Alex on board. <laughs> and when we, when we were doing it together, it just kind of made me keep going. Because at first I felt like it was a challenge. Oh, I think I can do this. Or it, it shouldn't be that hard. And then it turned into a wow, like now I got to find some purpose behind this because every day I'm hungry. Yeah, every <laughs> day I'm going to sleep hungry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I think like overall it ended up turning into like, wow, like I'm feeling better, you know, like overall I'm, I'm starting to think a little bit better. You know, I'm just, my mind is different in between the detox because you're really disciplining yourself. You know, yeah. what about you? Yes. made you start it? Well, for me, it was more so like, can, could I be consistent? Like, could I really put my mind to something and actually do it from start to finish? And if anybody knows me, they know I love food. I really do. And so to cut out all of those desires <laughs> that I had, I, I really wanted to be mentally strong, you know, and so I I feel like it built me up a little bit mentally and it showed me that you know I can do anything that I put my mind to regardless of how I might be feeling like you're going to be okay you're going to be okay so that's kind of what I wanted to see from it you know of course so many people um talked about how they got rid of waste and different things like that uh, which I also wanted to see the benefits of that and I do feel like it was a great benefit um, so I want to see that too. So I, I loved it all in all. Would I do it again? Who knows? You know, not anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, but I do feel like it was it was some great benefits from it for sure. For sure, yes, definitely. And having you with me along the way, it definitely got me on through. It helped. Something that I did that I wish I didn't do, I worked out, I think, the fourth day, which is why my fourth day was bad, too. Mm -hmm. I think I went to the gym the fourth day, and at first I was feeling good. I was like, you know, I got this. Mind you guys, we're not really putting that many calories in our body, okay? So everybody knows, you know, if you're not really put, putting that many calories in your body, then you really don't need to be working out because your body's going to be weak. Um, but I just felt like I was feeling good. I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. So when I was working out, I felt great. You know, I was pushing myself to keep going. I'm on the Stairmaster, all of that. Literally, when I got home, I was like, hold on. <laughs> Something's not right now. And I literally felt the effects of it. And it was kind of like a flu-like symptom. And when she said that you probably will experience something like that. But I honestly think that it was because I worked out. So after that experience, I went through that all that day, all that night. And then the next day, I felt a little better. But I definitely was like, this is not the type of detox to really exercise on. So if you guys decide to do it, just have that in mind. You know, rest. Take that time to just rest your body and let it detox on its own. And don't overexert yourself, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Got to be careful with that. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that more. Uh, we're actually posting some more information about our detox on our Instagram. So if you guys haven't watched it yet, go ahead and watch it because it will be up by the time we put out this episode for sure. But I'm going to go ahead and go into our next topic, which is a very interesting topic, I think, for us and for anybody, because 
Um, it has been so many talks about this on social media. And I'm talking about manifestation. I know you guys have heard that so much, so much. And so um, I have been tapping into it a little bit. I believe Sabrina has been tapping into it a little bit. And so I just wanted to give you guys some tips on a manifestation and what I'm doing and what I have been researching and learning. So me telling you these tips, I'm learning as, as we go, okay? Um, so first and foremost, manifestation is surrounded by the law of attraction. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people have heard of the book called The Secret. And if you have not read it, go ahead and read it. I haven't read it, but I will read it because I heard that it is life changing. Um, and basically, the law of attraction is all about ask, believe and receive, hmm. which is very, very important. And so there are so many ways that you can manifest. So I kind of wrote down some ways that you can do it. The first way is through scripting, which is basically writing it out. The second way is you speaking it, which is an affirmation. And then the third way is through meditation, which is like a vision. Okay. So I kind of want to explain each and every single one. And Sabrina, feel free to tap in at any time and, you know, give me your thoughts. Okay. So let's talk about. The first thing. So before we even get to those three tips, I encourage you guys to set your scenery up whenever you are doing these things. Okay, set your mood, set your intentions on why are you doing this? What is the importance of you doing this? What are you trying to change? And so feel free to light candles. This is what I do. I light candles. I play music first to get my mind into the right zone. It could be uplifting music. It, it could be gospel music. Whatever it is, I, I just want to feel good when I'm doing this. And make sure there are no distractions because this is about you. This is about your life. It, it's really a secret, to be completely honest. Like, you are doing this for you. You don't have to tell anybody about what you're writing and what you're what you're envisioning or any of that. So that stuff is very important, guys. So scripting is all about knowing that it will happen. OK, so some people like to say you need to have a specific notebook that you write in. that's literally only for your manifestation. They even go down to you having a specific pen. That you, that you write with. And you can even talk about the type of ink. Some people say you should write with like blue ink instead of black ink because you'll remember it, you'll remember it more. So it could be as deep as that. Okay. And like I said, it's sacred. So you don't want anybody opening up your book of manifestation because that's all, all about it for you. That is, you don't want anybody casting any type of negativity on what you are writing. Okay. So you write out what you want. And when you write it out, you write it out in details, right? The Bible tells us that you are supposed to be telling God exactly what you want because he's going to give you exactly what you asked for. You say you want a man, he'll give you a man. But you didn't even tell him what type of qualities you want in a man. Right. So you may not even get what you really wanted because you weren't specific enough. Same thing with your career, same thing with your body, same thing with what you nurture and, and eat. You know, you have to make sure that you are super specific about what you want. So be very detailed, which is why this may take a little time. But when you are crafting your life together, look, time is all you need. So don't you don't worry about the time. OK, um, you want to put the date on there. 
So you can always go back and look and see, oh, I this was this is when I wrote it down and this is what happened. It took three months for that to happen. Wow. You know, so you always want to make sure that you are taking time to reflect and looking at what you wrote down. And you want to look at it as a prayer. It's like a letter to God that you are writing. You know, a lot of people like to say that manifesting is witchcraft or it's evil, right? I don't believe that it is. You know, in the Bible, God tells you to write a vision. Write down your vision. Tell, let me see. Tell me what you want. So that's all you're doing. You're literally writing a letter to God. And when you're writing your letter to God, you're speaking as if it has already happened. Okay? You're speaking as if it is the truth. And, and it's happening to you right now. So that's kind of what I want you guys to think of it as. Have you always, have you done that before, Sabrina? Um, I kind of spoke on my gratitude journal a little bit. It's yeah. not as much um, as me envisioning and writing things down. Um, I feel like my manifestation kind of comes from the visual standpoint that you were talking about, like the imagery part. But, uh -huh. you know, the only thing with scripting that I kind of do is kind of my gratitude journal. Um, also, I have been reading this book. Um, it's like 30 days to like getting rid of like emotional strongholds. And I have been journaling and writing down my feelings and how I can change and use this in my life afterwards if that makes sense so if not in detail i might need to take some of those tips myself and yeah. that in my journaling after i read because now i'm like on a day probably like almost day 20 or something and um i've been learning a lot from that which i'll also share with you guys too when i get through reading this book um it's by tony evans and i think it's just such a great great thing to read yeah, that's the only thing I, I script with. Do you have any things you script with or? Yeah, I do. Now, I'm not something that I am going to change. And like I said, I'm researching and doing it myself. But I'm going to make sure that I have a specific notebook just for that. Like, I have a notebook that I write in, but I want to make sure that I'm only writing manifestations in that book. And I want to make sure that I do have a, a secret pen or a sacred pen that I'm writing in as well so I think that's important um and I also wrote down always be grateful too you know you always want to make sure that you thank God first in every single thing that you do any type of manifestation manifestation any type of route that you take always thank God thank the universe first so that was for scripting the next one is one that I feel like uh, everybody has talked about as well. It's probably a little bit more popular than the scripting, and that's affirmations. So kind of what you were talking about with Gabrielle Union on, you know, the show, that's affirmations. That's, that's very powerful. And so basically, you want to speak. Just like you would write something down, you want to speak it. Mm -hmm. So you'll tell yourself, you know, I am beautiful. I am abundant in all things that are good. You know, I am enough. I am adequate. And you speak with confidence and you let the universe know, okay? Because law of attraction is, is all about what you put out there is what you're going to receive, okay? And you want to speak it as though it's either in the present tense or it's in the past tense. So either it's happening to you right now or it has already happened. Don't speak in a future tense. You want to already claim it. It's right. already yours. So you speak it as if it's already yours. Okay. 
Um, some people look at the mirror when they do it. Some people just say it out loud. I do both. You know, I look at myself in the mirror if I'm feeling kind of insecure, which is something that I feel like is very important, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys are feeling insecure about something, look in the mirror and just speak to yourself. Even if you don't feel it at that time, you say it anyway. You know, my I am beautiful. You know, my body is is I am my own dream body goals. Like speak life into yourself. Tell yourself that I am strong. You know, you got a test coming up. I'm gonna ace this test. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I need to do. You know, I'm gonna be successful in my career. Yeah, in this period, and you be confident, and you let God know that I trust you. I trust what you told me. I'm going to excel. So that. That's, that's what affirmations are all about. It's about reminding yourself who you are, because we are all special. We are all unique and we all have a path that God has, you know, planned for us. And so you're just affirming that. OK, I encourage you guys to do it daily, repeat it daily until you actually believe what you're saying. So if you look in the mirror and you you aren't confident, but you, you're telling yourself, I am confident, you keep saying it until you really are confident, until it becomes the truth. Okay. And that's period. What do you think about that? Because I know you do that. I do. I do. I love talking myself up, y'all. Oh, <laughs> Talk um, yourself up. I'm and a lot it. of people in society, likes, they like to say that, you know, you're cocky and all of that. Yes, there's a thin line between being cocky and confident. There's a very thin line. But I would rather talk myself up than to talk myself down. Okay? So learn to talk yourself up. Learn to say, I, look, I am the, you know what? Like, learn to say that because you are. Yeah, and I think, like we said kind of earlier, like, People have to stop, like, stop comparing yourself to other people. Oh, oh my God. God. It's so hard. Listen, okay, you cannot allow yourself to bring yourself down, especially if it's somebody you don't even know. Okay, how can yeah. you talk yourself down with somebody you don't even know? Or if it is somebody you know, they're not yeah. better than you because of whatever they got going on. And yeah. you have to know that. You have to receive that and understand that. You are who you are, who you are, who you are, who God has brought you to be. Right. So it's like I can't like I love talking myself up. And I think it's because like, you know, it comes with like trying to develop that confidence over time. Like it's it's a small thing to say, you know, oh, my goodness, I'm gaining a little weight. But it's a big thing to say, oh, that person looks so much better than me. This is yeah. this, this, this and this. So yeah. when you find yourself saying those small things automatically be like, no, like. No, like I'm not doing this today. It's snowballs <laughs> into a bigger thing. Like, and then before you know it, you're looking around and you feel like everybody beautiful and you ugly. And it's like, yes. no, <laughs> I have allowed myself to keep talking to myself like this. And I just have you know, to. You know, it's so funny when you were saying that, that reminds me of um, the show Insecure and how. Uh, Issa Rae always just kind of talks herself up and just be in the mirror just saying things to herself and that's what you have to do like you really have to be your own cheerleader like every single day guys every single day win for you be be your cheerleader like you don't need anybody else to hype you up honey you just need yourself and God and that's period and I know that's going to be hard 
it's gonna be really hard to to do. So us telling you this, we're not saying you just wake up in the morning, you should do it right then and there. It's gonna be easy to, for you. No, you, you're gonna have to work to, to build that, you know? And that's why routines are very important. You have to change your mindset and change your mind yes. and tell your mind th these things. And you know what? Oh, when it comes to affirmations and all that, we can get even to a scientific standpoint. And we're not going to do that just for the sake of time. But literally, once your mind hears you saying the same thing, same thing over and over again, chemically, something shifts and changes in your mind and you are literally becoming what you say. It's, it's, a, it's a science thing. Look it up, guys. Look up why affirmations are so important. I promise you, you will see that it's the truth. So... We're going to get it, you know, we're going to keep going because like I said, we're the sake of time. But as you can see, we could talk about this all day because I freaking love it. But the next thing is meditation, which is something that has been a struggle for me because like I said, you know, when you first start, it's just a little weird. You know, how do you calm your mind? I'm an overthinker, or I was, I'm not going to say I am an overthinker, but I was an overthinker in the past. And so trying to calm my mind down was a very hard thing to do, but you just have to be consistent with it. You know, maybe you meditate for five minutes instead of 20, you know, and just work your way up. So when it comes to meditation, I'm pretty sure you guys already kind of know what that is, but you want to set up a space where you are alone. Okay, so like I said earlier, you don't want any distractions and your space can be with music or without music. I've learned that for me, meditation is a little bit easier with music, you know, um, maybe just hearing an instrumental instrumental or hearing some gospel music. It puts me in a great mindset uh, in, in a mind space. So that's something that I do. And so you kind of want to envision what you want God to do, right? So this plays into the vision part that I was telling you guys about. So how does it look? What do you want? Ask yourself, what do you want? You want to be a millionaire? What do, how do you picture yourself as a millionaire? What are you doing? Are you in a, are you in a mansion? Is the mansion yours? What does it look like? What does it smell like when you walk in? Like as, as intricate as that, what does it smell like? What type of food do you eat as a millionaire? What is your scenery? What does it feel like to walk into your mansion? That is how extensive you have to get when it comes to your vision. If you are envisioning yourself being a doctor, what does it feel like to walk down the hospital halls? Mm -hmm. When somebody calls you Dr. Scott, what does that feel like? How are you answering to that? Mm -hmm. What are you wearing? You know, envision that and envision it daily. If you are trying to live a healthier lifestyle, how do you envision your body looking? What type of foods are you eating? What are you, what is your daily routine? Envision, set, set your intention, tell the universe what you are looking for, tell God what you are looking for. Okay, so that's something really important. And I know that you kind of talked about you doing that as well, yes, Sabrina. Okay, um, give me some. What are you doing? So mine is a little untraditional. Okay. Um, and I say that because um, 
I kind of do it while I exercise, if that makes sense. Now, that might be hard for some people to kind of grasp, but I'm going to try to explain how it kind of goes for me. So okay. for I'm going to give you two examples. One easier example is like when I go on hikes, I'm able to kind of isolate myself from other people. So I take myself on hikes pretty frequent, not as frequent as I was um, in the summer now that it's cold, but um, I would take myself on hikes, you know, have, I would have a little music going, but even if not, having the sound of birds chirping and nature just around me, that mm. kind of helped me like envision, like, and just be more clear about like, because I feel like in the four walls of my house, my mind can get a little cloudy. Because I can yes. get distracted or whatever. But if I take myself out of this environment and I put myself somewhere where it's no one but me, it's so much room and space to think mm -hmm. and to go down along the, the long of list that you just kind of went through with. How does that look like? What does that smell like? What am I doing to, you know, in that instance? Like, what does that look like? It's easy for me to do that when I'm like out in the open. Yeah. And just walking. Or my second example um, have you ever heard of like runner's high or whatever? Mm -hmm. So I also like, I like the endorphins that come yeah. out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it might be weird, but I can envision, I, I like to envision what my life would look like while I'm like going through that little period of in, like of endorphins, like when they're like really, really high in my body. So like when I'm running and I'm listening to whatever music it may be, it's probably some type of trap music or whatever. But right. okay, <laughs> pretty girls love trap music. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm able to kind of envision what that kind of like whatever I'm thinking about or whatever I'm wanting. Um and what and wanting to be clear about. I can kind of see it during yeah. that time. So that's something that I've been doing. And, you know, especially like when it's sunny outside, my apartment, they have these like fake palm trees and stuff like all out <laughs> stuff like that. But I don't think that's weird. I don't think that's okay. weird at all because I know exactly what you're talking about. When you're running and you you have that music as motivation in your ear and you just like, I'm going to do this. I'm gonna, I'm, you know, like yeah. I get it. And I feel like that's why a lot of people love working out as well is because it really does put you in a whole different mindset of I'm working towards something right now. This is what I want. Oh, you can really feel those endorphins coming out. Yeah. And your mind is thinking differently, you know, uh, which is another reason why they say a lot of successful people live healthy lifestyles. You know, they're working out consistently and eating right. Why? Because it makes you feel good. You know, when you feel good, you look good, you do good. So that makes perfect sense why you feel that way. And that also gives me a, uh, a segue into faith without works is dead, right? So me telling you all these things, you can't do it without working. That doesn't mean that you're just going to envision and it's supposed to happen right then and there. No, you still have to put some work behind it. Yes, you told God about it. And yes, you've given that to him, but you still have to show him that I'm ready mm -hmm. in a sense. So make sure guys that when you are doing these things and hopefully you do them daily and I'm telling myself the same thing, you too, Sabrina. <laughs> but if you guys can incorporate this into your life daily, make sure that you are actually doing something to progress into those goals as well. 
um, because that is going to be super important. So that also brings me into recently what has happened on social media with B. Simone. Have you heard about that? Yeah, girl. Okay. So basically for the people who have not, B. Simone was talking about manifestation and she calls herself the the manifest queen. And she was basically talking about how, you know, (laughs) all these years she's talking about how how she wants a boyfriend and all that. And she was saying how she had to write down the qualities that she was looking for in a man. But she was telling everybody that, specifically women, that you can't sit here and say that you want all these qualities in a man, in a man, but you're not doing it yourself. You don't bring those qualities to the table. And of course, the way that she was saying it, you know, it was a little aggressive, but a lot of people felt some type of way about that. And I just wonder, what are, what are your opinions when it comes to that? Well, for one, let's just be honest, B. Simone has been looking for a man for a long time. I mean, that's how she kind of got her career jump started. And I think, I don't think the words that she said was necessarily wrong, but it's almost like sometimes people try to shoot the messenger, if that kind of makes sense. Like, I don't think what she said was any type of, it was nothing wrong about what she's saying, because a lot of times we do do that. We manifest some in a woman that we want. Or we, we say we want this type of man and we end up not even being half of those things. And that's what she was kind of yeah. saying. Like, mm-hmm. all these things that you want, baby, you're not even half. You're not even doing this and that. But I think people was really just really upset because of the fact that a lot of her things don't kind of come from her. I guess people have, it's been allegations about how she steals other people's art and how she mm-hmm. steals other people's um things from their books and stuff. And so I think that was kind of the negative thing around it. And they were, right. weren't so focused on the message she was trying to come across to everybody. Yeah, we weren't focused on the, well, I'm not going to say we, but they weren't focused on the message. They were more so focused on the messenger. And so for me, I kind of, I agree with what she was saying. You know, yeah. I do feel like, and, it, and like I said, y'all, this falls into the law of attraction. If you want a certain caliber of a man or of a, or a woman, you have to be that certain caliber of a person back. Why would they want you? Okay. okay. If you want a high-quality <laughs> partner, are you a high-quality partner? Come on now, because you are going to attract what you are. Mm-hmm. So you have to work on yourself. You can't sit here and say that, you know, you want somebody successful and you're sleeping on couches. Yeah, just so can't do yeah. that, and that's the reality. That's the reality, you know. Um, and so I, I just want you guys to take that into consideration too. Make sure that you are um, working on yourself yeah. and being the best you that you can be, so you can attract everything else that you want in life. Yes, okay? you tips. have to do the work. Use those tips for consistency. Okay, be clear. Yes. Be clear in what you want to be and how you want your future spouse to be. And then work on self, work on you towards that. Okay. Because they're going to come up when you, I know in the Bible, it says, you know, most times like it was a uh, Proverbs 31. I know we know this scripture, but it was just talking about a woman. She was focusing on herself and then her man came along. She was doing the crop. She was sharecropper. She was doing all these things. And she was, she was focused solely on who she is and the things that she was trying to do with herself. Mm-hmm. And then the man of her dreams came around. So yeah. I think it's just, you know, being able to say that I'm going to focus on me and I'm going to focus on the man right now. 
or I'm not going to focus on a woman right now because I am trying to build who I am trying to build my career, trying to build myself. And that's okay. And you know what? I feel like that should probably be another episode. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Like we should probably talk about that in more depth on another episode. And we we probably will because I feel like that is so important. And that's a hard concept for us to grasp, but it's the truth. And I think the reason why it's so hard is because it might take a a minute. It might take a long time for you to attract who you are wanting because you got a lot of work to do you have a lot of work to do and don't worry because I'm in that same I'm in that same place right now I have a lot of work to do but I'm going to do it why because I know the type of life that I am going to live and I am living I period and I'm attracting nothing but high quality everything luxury everything so I have to work on me so I can attract it so that was my little segment <laughs> and my little part, guys. I hope you guys um, learned something from that. And if y'all have any questions on that, or if you have been doing this and y'all want to be like, hey, I've been doing it, it's been working, feel free to DM us and let us know. Yes. And I believe Sabrina has an announcement to make. I do. I have a huge announcement to make. Okay. Um. Okay. So... We have been thinking about this, thinking about manifesting and consistency. That's crazy that, you know, now our announcement is kind of tied to that. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have came up with some mini episode ideas that we were thinking about. And we have called these things, drum roll, please. (laughs) (laughs) Tap in and tap out, right? We say tap in, tap out a lot on this podcast, but we have come up with some individually recorded episodes that encompasses some sort of issue that you all may be having. So it might be self-worth, fear, peace of mind, manifestation, et cetera, right? So in these episodes, you all will have the opportunity to tap in while heading to work, um, going to the gym, or even when you just need to be encouraged. So then we're going to, you you can tap in, while you're on those ways to those places, and then tap out and proceed on with your day, morning, noon, or night, right? So we came up with this idea and these episodes to just show our gratitude to all of you and like just to just show you guys that we appreciate your loyalty. We appreciate your loyalty to listening to us and being there with us and supporting us. So we are so proud to announce our 500 plus download mark. Only being airing for less than 90 days. So you guys yeah. have been tapping in for sure. For and sure. so we just want to say we love you guys and we appreciate your support for our content, you know, this podcast, everything. And that we hope that you enjoy what we now call our mini souls, tap in and tap out. Yay. And we are so excited and we want you guys to support that as well. And yeah, it'll still be um, posted like like our regular DM. um, Yeah, our regular um, link that's in our um, bios and stuff on Instagram. Same way on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, all the same um, platforms. But now you will have something quick to go to when you need that quick motivation, quick inspiration. It'll be there for you. Right. Yeah, And it'll be in between each episode because normally we would do our podcast episodes like two weeks apart. So that tap in and tap out segment 
will be, or mini-sode, <laughs> will be in between each of the episodes. So, yes, we hope you guys love it and like it for sure. Yes. And tell your friends. Tell them to subscribe to us if they need some type of motivation. They're not into the long podcast. They're into short, um, inspirational kind of things, tell them to tap in with us. We're going to have some really great things. Uh, like we said, fear, peace of mind. Oh my goodness. I always need to hear a good word like that, right? Yes, yes for sure. So we just want to thank you guys um, for tapping in this episode with us. We love you all. Um, and we look forward to seeing and hearing all the great things that you guys are doing with your manifesting and consistency, right? Yes. We are so excited. And we just want to say we love you all so much. And thank you for supporting us, guys. And this has been another episode. And like we said, we'll be putting out more very soon. So y'all have a good rest of your day.